Hello and welcome back to F1 Every Week. My name is Ben Wevel and today I'm going to be running through all of the action from this weekend's Australian Grand Prix. It has been three years since we last visited the land down under at the famous Albert Park circuit back in 2019 for the first round of that season in which Valtteri Bottas took the victory. The race has been on the calendar since 1985 in Adelaide until F1 made the jump to Melbourne in 1995, the race having had a brief hiatus from the calendar for the last two years due to Covid. Michael Schumacher has had the most victories at this race, having won it three times in a row in the early 2000s before doing so again in 2004. Button and Vettel follow behind with three to their name and McLaren is the most successful team in Australia with 11 victories. F1 has grown exponentially in popularity in recent years thanks to both Drive to Survive as well as the presence of Aussie eight-time F1 race winner Daniel Ricciardo, who is often unlucky at the circuit. Now, without further ado, let's get into episode 52. FP1 on Friday saw Carlos Sainz top the times, just ahead of his Ferrari teammate Charles Leclerc, who had a big moment at Turn 1 before his strong flying lap. The Ferraris clearly a force to be reckoned with already this weekend, the Red Bulls a few tenths behind. But the Ferraris were not the only things sparking intrigue on the track in the first practice session, as the newly widened Turn 3 proved difficult for the drivers to negotiate. As Lewis Hamilton, who qualified on pole last time we came here, Fernando Alonso, Kevin Magnussen, who missed his press duties on Friday due to to illness, and Carlos Sainz, all locking up at the reprofiled third turn. Blocking also seemed to be an issue in the first practice session, with George Russell complaining multiple times over the radio about being blocked by the Red Bulls, and Guan Yu Zhou blocked by Carlos Sainz at the final corner of the circuit on a flying run. Sebastian Vettel missed the first two rounds of the season with Covid, and his first session of the season will be cut short as well, as his Aston Martin lost power and came to a halt on the track. But the main talking point of the session was the German's actions after the incident, as he made off with a Marshall's motorbike after the session had ended, riding it back to the pit, to the delight of the crowd. Unfortunately, Vettel was fined €5,000 for this breach of the sporting regulations. Moving on to FP2, and Leclerc set the pace this time round with a time of 118.9, a new circuit record. Max Verstappen was just behind, the Dutchman having complained about balance issues throughout the session, and Ferrari teammate Carlos Sainz four-tenths off the pace. Alpine were looking strong in FP2, with fourth and sixth to their name, Checo Perez splitting the two. Bottas was in sixth, with Norris and Ricardo split by Gasly to complete the top ten. The only red flag of the session was brought out by 14th place Aston Martin driver Lance Stroll, whose wheel brow flew off near the end of the session. Now on to Saturday morning, which brought news of the FIA's decision to remove one of the four DRS zones on the circuit due to safety concerns, the zone between turns 8 and 9 biting the dust before the morning session got going. FP3 saw Lando Norris set the fastest time, 
that McLaren finally looking a little stronger. There's hopefully a promising sign of what is to come for the British team. It was a torrid final practice session for the Aston Martin team, with both drivers having large shunts against the barriers. Sebastian Vettel, who missed out the majority of FP1 and the entirety of FP2 due to car issues, crashing against the tyre wall at Turn 10, and Lance Stroll ending FP3 early with his late smash. Blocking was again somewhat of an issue in the final practice session, with 5th place Carlos Sainz displeased with Nicholas Latifi's position on the track. It was a tale of two halves for the Red Bull duo of Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez, with Checo just over a tenth of the pace in third, whilst teammate Verstappen languished in seventh, after spinning at the second-to-last corner, and again expressing his discomfort with the car. Lewis Hamilton, who finished just behind the Red Bull, had a scary moment with the barriers at Turn 11, looking up and just about avoiding damage to his Mercedes, the Brits' teammate Russell also having a less-than-satisfactory morning, going wide at Turn 3 and Turn 11, and ending up in 11th place. Now on to qualifying, which, were, which began, as always, with Q1 in which traffic confusion led to a massive crash between Lance Stroll and Nicholas Latifi, in which Latifi let Lance Stroll past, and at turn five, Lance Stroll began to move over to the right to let oncoming Zhou through. But, unbeknownst to him, Latifi saw this as an opportunity to overtake Lance Stroll once again, this leading to a massive collision between the two, which led to a red flag with two minutes to go in the session. This is Latifi's third crash in two weekends and the team's fourth, which is really eating into the team's funds this year, the cost cap making this already an ideal situation especially bad. So it was the Red Bulls who set the pace early on, the other side of the timing sheet seeing Albon, who was handed a three-place grid penalty for his collision with Stroll at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix last round, Magnussen, Vettel, and the stricken Stroll and Latifi all out of Q2. The second sessions of qualifying saw Red Bull maintaining their lead up top, as Sergio Perez went fastest, followed by both Ferraris. McLaren also made it their first Q3 appearance this year, as both Lando and Daniel got through to the final session this time out, accompanied by both Red Bulls, both Mercedes, both Alpines, and both Ferraris. Knocked out in Q2 were Gasly, Bottas, Joe, Schumacher and Alon- and Sonoda. Finally, for Q3, and it saw yet another red flag, this time courtesy of Fernando Alonso, who had been on incredible form all weekend, but was unable to convert it into a good qualifying result, crashing at Turn 11 due to a hydraulics issue, in which Fernando could not get out of fourth gear. After Verstappen had secured provisional pole, Leclerc hit back, securing his 11th pole position of his career with a sub-118 effort, two and a half tenths up on his rival, as Perez rounded out the top three. Norris had an excellent qualifying display in fourth, followed by a great qualifying after the horror show at Saudi Arabia for Mercedes, who finished fifth and sixth respectively, just ahead of Daniel Ricciardo, who secured his best qualifying since Mexico last year. The top 
Alpine, the two Alpines were split by Ferrari's Carlos Sainz, who was not able to put in a proper fi- flying lap due to errors at turn six. But the drama did not end until after Q3, as Stroll was handed a three-place grid penalty for his Q1 collision with Nicholas Latifi, as well as Albon being disqualified from qualifying after stopping out on track after Q3 Q1. Williams accused of a fuel irregularity, the team unable to provide the one-litre sample of their fuel that the FIA required, so Albon was to start from the back. Now for my driver of qualifying, and today it goes to Lando Norris. The McLaren has hardly got out of the top 10 all season so far, but we got a taste of his pace on Saturday morning, as Norris finished top of the times in the final practice session and converted this into a very promising P4 finish, which he described as akin to a pole in terms of the current performance of that McLaren car. Can he convert this into a podium? Keep listening to find out. Next for my team of qualifying, and I have to hand it to Mercedes, and more specifically to Lewis Hamilton, who came back from the woeful qualifying session of two weeks ago to a top five finish, just ahead of teammate George Russell. Mercedes may not be in the best position this season, but they're doing a fantastic job of clinging onto the coattails of the frontrunners. Finally, for my struggle of qualifying, and I'm giving it to Valtteri Bottas, who has broken his streak of 103 consecutive races in Q3, dating back to Abu Dhabi 2016. On Saturday, despite having looked on for yet another Q3 appearance in practice, with 10th, 7th and 9th in the early sessions, he was only able to qualify 12th, meaning that he has some work to do on Sunday to make up for his DNF in Saudi Arabia. Charles Leclerc led away on Sunday afternoon in Australia, with Lewis Hamilton moving up two places to third, ahead of Sergio Perez, who dropped down to fourth. Carlos Sainz dropped to 14th from ninth in the opening lap, Lando Norris dropping two places as well. On lap two, at turn 10, Sainz's terrible start just got worse, the Spaniard spinning out straight away and being beached in the gravel on the exit, bringing out the virtual safety car. The safety car proper came out on lap four, as Lance Stroll made the decision to pit early on, coming in for the hard tyre before backtracking a lap later, coming in again for his initial tyres on lap five. The safety car came in a lap later, Leclerc maintaining his lead. Perez squeezed down the inside of Hamilton at turn three of lap ten for third, before Vettel went through the gravel at turn eleven. Latifi was the next to pit on lap 14, as Bottas closed in on Sonoda, Schumacher pitting a lap later. Bottas made the move work on Sonoda on lap 16 at turn 1, as Leclerc continued to pull away, with an 8 second gap back to Verstappen now formed. Magnussen was also looking for a move on Sonoda on lap 16, making a mistake and going off at turn 10 and dropping behind Joe. Ocon was the next to pit on lap 18, dropping to 17th, before Max Verstappen followed suit a lap later with a 2.9 second pit stop. Verstappen was released amid a battle between Gasly and Alonso, the Spaniard coming out on top and moving up into 8th. Perez pitted a lap later from 2nd, Norris doing the same, falling down to 12th. Ricardo pitted on lap 22, the Aussie coming out just behind Norris. 
Hamilton, Leclerc and Bottas all pitted on lap 23, the Ferrari remaining in the lead, and Perez moving on Hamilton just before the safety car came out due to Sebastian Vettel crashing at the exit of Turn 4. The racing resumed on turn, on lap 27, Leclerc running wide at the final corner, somehow maintaining his lead of the race. Perez managed to breeze past Fernando Alonso on lap 30, moving up into 4th, before Alonso did the same on the start-finish straight. Fernando still yet to pit. Another yet to pit by lap 34 was Kevin Magnussen, who was overtaken by Norris at the the first corner. Ricardo followed following his teammate a lap later, up to 8th. At turn 11, Sergio Perez made the move on George Russell on lap 37, breezing past the Brit around the outside. On lap 39, Max Verstappen was asked to stop the car from second with a power unit issue at turn 2, that Red Bull powertrain once again failing to provide what Max is looking for as a championship contender. It's now two retirements in the first three races of the season. What a disastrous start. Alonso and Magnussen, both yet to pit, decided to go into the box behind the virtual safety car on lap 40, before it ended a lap later. Bottas was squeezed onto the gravel at the exit of turn 3 on the 41st lap by Lance Stroll, the Finn requesting the incident to be investigated afterwards. Stroll faced another issue though on lap 43, being handed a 5 second time penalty for weaving on the straights, which would boot him out of the points paying positions if he did not pit again. Alonso moved on Mick Schumacher at turn 4 on lap 46, within the DRS train that had formed from 9th to 14th, whilst his teammate Magnussen passed 16th place Sonoda. Gasly finally got past Lance Stroll on lap 50 at Turn 1, the Canadian on some very old hard compound tyres. Bottas followed suit in the same place a lap later. Joe went down the inside of Alonso at Turn 1 on lap 53, followed by Kevin Magnussen, whose medium tyres had been graining badly since his first pit stop. The Spaniard pitting once again on lap 55. Gasly lost a place to Valtteri Bottas on the same lap, the Frenchman going wide at the second-to-last corner. Alex Albon finally pitted on the final lap of the race. So, Charles Leclerc was the class of the field on Sunday, claiming his first Grand Slam in Australia, with pole, fastest lap, the win, and having led every single lap, coming home to take his fourth F1 victory by 20 seconds and increasing his championship lead to 34 points. Perez finished second, his first podium of 2022, moving up to fourth in the championship, the Mexican ahead of George Russell, who took his first podium as a Mercedes driver and progressed to second in the championship. Next came Lewis Hamilton, who once again made it an excellent weekend for Mercedes, ahead of the two McLarens, his, their first double points finish this year, and Lando Norris's first top five finish since his podium in Italy last year. Ocon made it three points finishes for himself this year, ahead of Bottas and Gasly, who made up for their poor qualifying. Alex Albon had a phenomenal race, 
coming back from his qualifying disqualification to pit on the final lap and take P10. The first Williams point f- points finish this year, ahead of Joe, Stroll and the two Haas drivers. Sonoda, Latifi and Alonso, who was another with a torrid weekend, were the last of the finishers. With Max Verstappen down to sixth in the Constructors' Championship, Sebastian Vettel and Carlos Sainz all not finishing. My driver of the race, without a shadow of a doubt, was Charles Leclerc, who had a dominant weekend. As I said above, and has taken 71 of 78 available championship points so far this season. What a start for him, and with a 34-point gap back to George Russell, and a championship rival who has retired in two of the opening three races with engine issues, he looks set for a great shot at the championship this year. My team of the race is McLaren, who secured a very positive double points finish on Sunday, with both drivers in the top six, this result moving the team up to fourth in the championship. This is great to see from a team who was at or near the back for the entirety of the first race. Finally, for my struggle of the race, and despite both Spaniards out on track today having had terrible races, Carlos Sainz, in my opinion, came out worse of the two. This was truly a weekend to forget for the Ferrari driver, who previously found himself in the top three for both qualifying and the race in the first two weekends of the season, and this time around could not even get in a proper flying lap on Saturday, started ninth, and spun out within the first three laps, after having dropped to 14th in the initial skirmish. Let's hope for a far better outcome next time for Carlos. Thank you for listening to F1 Every Week. Congratulations to Charles Leclerc on his fourth career victory. And tune in next Sunday for more F1 content. Have a nice weekend.